Welcome to the Just Do It podcast, hosted by Ann Duffy. Dental Entrepreneur Women is here to dive deep and share stories with the mission to inspire, highlight, empower, and connect all women in dentistry. Hi, everybody. It's Ann Duffy. Uh, it is, um, what day is it? It's Wednesday, because I have a very, very special guest uh, introduced to her by a dear friend, Vanessa Emerson, <clears throat> Dental Speakers Institute. And um, we were fast friends on the phone when we first started, and we find that we have a lot in common. She is a dentist and now a coach, and she's got a great story. So Please, I just hope that you'll help me welcome Dr. Laura Swent. Hello. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be here with you, Anne. I absolutely love what you do. I love, and no pun intended with the do there, right? <laughs> yeah. I always say pun intended. Yes, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just amazing to know you and be in your world. I absolutely adore you. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, you belong in our world. You know, we say good do's find good do's and it just seems like we're growing and growing and growing and, and you put these amazing women together. Um, and, and then the collaboration and the conversation and the, and the camaraderie, the sisterhood. Yeah, it, it lifts me up. It really, really does. In fact, I was saying I, we had a little coffee chat this morning on Wednesdays and, you know, you get 15 dues on there and you just start talking and sharing and you think, you know, well, first of all, we're not alone. Secondly, you know, we're women. Oh, first of all, we're women, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where you come in because you're, before we even jump in, Laura, let's tell us a little bit about your journey to where, you, how did you get where you are right now? Both in location and from your mindset. Yeah. Tell awesome. us your story. Yeah. Well, I was a practicing dentist for 21 years and I opened my own practice from scratch in a very small town in Northern Minnesota, the last 10 years of my, my practicing. And uh, it was wonderful. It was my dream practice. It was everything I wanted, but it also, um, gave me some challenges health-wise, mental, both mental and physical. And then we also had a kind of a major medical event that ran through our family. It was a genetic disorder that we was first diagnosed in my oldest son and then translated into um, my husband. That's obviously who passed it down to the kids. And he ended up needing a major heart surgery, open heart surgery. And that caused us really to pause and wonder how we were living our lives. And we realized that we wanted to take a step back and um, enjoy life a little more. So we moved across the country to the mountains in Oregon. And I sold my dental practice, um, but knew I wanted to stay in the dental world. My big passion is women in dentistry because when I was at the height of my own practice, I, I suffered from a really major bout of dental burnout. And it affected me mentally and physically, financially, relationship-wise, everything in my life. And I felt alone and I felt ashamed. And um, when I got out of it, I knew that I wanted to help others either prevent that from ever happening or help them through it in any way I possibly could. That's the short, uh, you know, and obviously I, we could talk hours about all of that, but that's the short in the nutshell um, synopsis. 
Wow, that takes a lot of courage. It was not it was not easy. And, uh, you know, this happened over a period of several years. So, you know, you you give your elevator pitch and it sounds like it just happened overnight. But no, it was definitely a, a several year process. Yeah. And, and no looking back, I guess now, like you, you feel like you're, you're finally, I guess life is a journey, right? So, I mean, there's no finally this or finally that I, you know, just when you think about just, you know, uprooting your family, quitting your practice, uh, I just think of the courage that it took for you and your husband, because it, it wasn't like you, you know, you were doing it for each other, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think caused the burnout to begin with? I mean, I, I was just on another podcast earlier and the whole focus of that, and that these were two female entrepreneurs mm-hmm. in the dental arena, mm-hmm. and they talked about burnout. What causes burnout? What caused your burnout? You know, I think it is when you're not connected to your true why, and you start to veer from that. And for me, it was, you know, I opened my practice and I wanted it to be simple. It was tiny. It was three operatories and I wanted it to be just very homey. I wanted patients to feel like they were part of a family. And then as it started to grow, I kept adding and adding and adding. And it became kind of this big, overwhelming project, right? And I got away from what was really true to me. And it was sort of like the snowball effect. And when you add, 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 you have more responsibility. You have less time for yourself. You um, have more things that on your plate that need to be taken care of that maybe aren't really what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. you know, more administrative tasks, more things like that. And so I think that that was, um, that's what led to that burnout. And it, it's a slow burn, right? It usually doesn't happen again overnight. But what happens is that you start to retreat. And instead, what you need to do, what I think is really important is to reach out. That's why I think like this network, this do network that you have is so important to have this network of people. And but when you're in it, you start to feel a little ashamed and and it just grows. So you retreat, you stay within and you kind of lose yourself. And that's exactly what I did. I lost myself and I just started going through the motions and um, I just started having health problems that I thought were age related, just this is what happens, right? As we age, but really it was, it was my body saying, oh my gosh, you're putting me through too much. Wow. You said something that is profound in a way in this world today, you know, bigger is better, supersize it. Um, You know, I I think even like, you know, the DSOs growth and growth and growth and, you know, how many operatories is going to make you a success, right? But I mean, I think back on old time dentistry when it was three operatories and you did know your patients, they were your family. You had two people, three people that you needed to care for, not 15 people in their families. Mm -hmm. And I think, I wonder how COVID is going to change people's mindset, because I know that's something that is so important. The, the mindfulness that you came about, I mean, and how did that come into play? I mean, how, you know, slow, slowly, but how did you actually get your wings? Yeah, that that's a great question. And it's one of my favorite stories to tell. Um, I hired a coach Hmm. and she literally saved my life. And I'll try not to cry when I think about her because to this day, I, I, she is an angel in my life. And the first thing she told me is that I needed to get up 15 minutes earlier 
and do something just for me that filled me up. She said, don't get up 15 minutes earlier and watch TV. That's that's passive. That 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 is relaxation, but it doesn't add anything to you. You know, you need to do something that fills you up. So either meditate, journal, read something inspiring, pray, whatever it may be. But it, you have to do this every day. And I was just exhausted. And I remember thinking, I don't want to get up 15 minutes earlier. Don't make me do it. But I did it. And, you know, within several weeks, I started noticing a difference. I started to feel hope. I started to feel who I was, you know, like that, that person that I had lost was starting to reemerge and it just built from there. And so she kind of guided me. I, she was my coach for an entire year. About halfway through, I started bringing some of the mindfulness into the practice, into our morning huddle, and it changed our practice. It completely changed the mindset of everyone for the entire day. And so I knew that I had something. Hmm. Hmm. I have heard so many times in the past, I don't know, couple of conversations and days that a coach has changed their lives. I, I just hear it over and over again. And I have coaches, but I've ne- I, I will honestly say I've never paid a coach or actually sought a coach. I have uh, mentors that I, I rely on and, you know, married long time to my husband who he's like my coach. Mm-hmm. But I, I've, I'm starting to, you know, I mean, you can teach an old dog new tricks. I'm starting to realize, you know, I, I probably need to like really seek out that because it's, it's, it can be life-changing. What, what is it about a coach? So many, it's not a consultant, it's a coach. I mean, that's the new, the term now. Mm-hmm. What is it that, okay, so that coach changed your life. It, it brought you around to now you are coaching. Mm-hmm. Tell them, speak more about the value of that. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. You know, what I've, I was a similar to you. I thought, I don't, I don't need a coach, right? I've, I've mentors, I have friends, I have my husband, I have family of all these people that care about me that I can go to anytime and ask advice, right? Why do I need a coach? But when I started working with her, what I found was she only had my life on her mind when I talked to her. That was it. We got to business within 30 seconds of the call. And she had notes from our last call. She kept me accountable to what we had talked about from the last call. And then she gave me assignments for the, you know, the next week. And that was different because when you have a mentor or you go to a family member, the first half hour, you talk about your family, you talk about the weather, you talk about um, some items in the news, and you never get to talking about you, right? Because then it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. And especially women, um, you know, I think that we have to get, you know, 15 minutes of chat uh, finished and it's never finished. Right. Cause when we keep, then we start talking about hair and I mean, just stuff that's not really important, not what you're really, that not really at your core mm-hmm. and what you need. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I also heard that it's better to have somebody coach you that you don't know very well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't know her at all. So yeah, there, it was, and, you know, at the, at, even after a year, I don't think we knew much about each other 
mm. you know, the, the fluff. We didn't because we really were just focused on, you know, what the the outcome was going to be. And, and we talked about that at every call. What's our outcome for this call? What do we want our outcome for the week to be? And then we and then we'd revisit a week later. And so, yeah. How did you find her? So she was a Tony Robbins coach mm-hmm. and I found her through Tony Robbins. And, you know, I took one of his online, you know, things and then they call you up and offer you all their stuff. And okay. Um, I just thought, oh, you know, I couldn't have been happier. She was the best thing ever. Well, I think that's important to say because, you know, you have to kind of, I've had people, I know people that have gone through uh, counseling and things like that, and it's not a good fit. Mm -hmm. So you kind of do have to do a little homework at first and see if it's going to be a good fit for your, what you're looking for. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, was it a business coach you were looking for or simply just a mindset coach to help you get your mind right? Yeah, it was more, more the mindset because Mm -hmm. I really felt that if I could get my mind better, that everything else would fall into place. And, and, and it really did. It was amazing how just changing that. And it's, it's a never ending process. Let me tell you. I mean, it's not like I'm cured. My mindset's perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's something that you work on every day. So, so then, you know, I think people, uh, there's a coach for a time in your life then. Right. So, You know, I think that it's the, that they say that with friends, um, you know, you have certain people that come in and out of your life at certain times. And as you grow, you know, so does that need and that that void that you're looking for. Tell us a little bit about, you know, why, how you got into women's health and, and why that is so uh, near and dear to your heart and, and how you got into that segment. Yeah. Well, you know, it was it was an interesting thing that happened as I was going through this. And again, I thought it was just aging, you know, the menopause, perimenopause, all those things. You know, it really started with anxiety and not sleeping. That was sort of the the beginning of it. And and I knew so many women that I talked to that were just like, yeah, that's part of life. That's Mm -hmm. a woman. That's what happens. And and I just thought, oh, you just it doesn't have to, you know there's things that we can do and then the other piece of it was as women we're such nurturers just by heart and it doesn't matter if you have kids or you don't have kids you are a nurturer as a woman right you nurture people and you're so focused on nurturing others that often we neglect nurturing ourselves until something breaks and then all of a sudden we have to backtrack and figure things out well i thought why why do that why not start nurturing ourselves from the get go so that our entire lives we can function better that that's my my biggest mission is to help women know that they can do little tiny things if they do them consistently every day or most days that will just save them so much heartache in the end. And then it's just the balance thing too, as a professional woman trying to balance those hats that we wear, right? The the hat of professional life. The plates were spinning, right? Because women spin so many plates. Yes. Yes. And so just how we balance that so that we feel good. I remember the the statement, you can have it all, right? And mm-hmm. I always felt like I couldn't have it all. Like if, if, if I was succeeding in my practice, my family life was kind of being neglected and vice versa. If I was really focusing on family, my practice life was being neglected. And I just thought, I don't know that you can have it all. And, and yet 
I think you can. You just have to do it right. Oh, oh I love you saying that because I want it all. I, I know. I do. I want it all. And I think, I think all the do's want it all. I mean, you mm-hmm. think of, of what, what epitomizes a do. It's that we want more. We want it all. And I, I'm loving this weave that I've noticed about self-care. It felt so guilty at my age, like self-care. I mean, I I have taken quite a few baths during COVID and I'm not a salt bath person, but I kind of got into that a little bit. And I'm like, oh, this is, this is really nice. So what I love, Laura, is the fact that, you know, we all know, and, and like Tufts is 62% of the graduating class of dentists are women, That's right? Mm-hmm. So across the board, we have more women graduating from dental school than men. Mm-hmm. And to be able to touch them early on, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I, I, I just think that is the mission for us, for, uh, for, for someone like me is to, to, to help give them this opportunity that it's okay for self-care. I love the idea of that you can have it all. And we had our, our, uh, our cover, Bianca Video in on Dental Entrepreneur. She was one of those people that said she could have it all. And there was nothing wrong with having kids and she's still gonna be an achiever. She still wants to do certain things. And yet you still have to have the balance mm-hmm. and it can't, be, it can't be all or nothing. But mindset's so important. And I feel like people are starting to realize that. And maybe with the pause that we've all just had, I think people are, are relishing in the fact that, you know, that wasn't all that bad. Right. Um, because we've learned something about ourselves. Right, right. I've talked to so many women um, since COVID that have said, I didn't realize how much I enjoyed quiet time. Mm. Because they'd been so busy. I mean, as achievers, we are constantly, you know, going, going, going. And yet to balance that, and there's so much that our brain needs for us to just be quiet. We actually become more creative. We can solve problems better. And so if you if you don't allow that to happen, you're, you're not reaching your full potential, really. Mm-hmm. And yet, it, it, as a woman, you feel selfish for doing that because, you for know, sure. everybody needs us and, and the meal might not, you know, be, you know, as gourmet as everyone would like it. Or, you know, we didn't exercise today. Well, even though that's, that's a, a fabulous thing. I would never, I, I always think we look, we feel better after that, but we don't gift ourselves that opportunity because we're always so busy doing, doing, doing. Mm-hmm. And I love that you're, you're focusing on women and especially in dentistry, because I feel like the perfection, the perfectionism that is, is necessary for the work that we all do. I'm a hygienist. And I mean, I am not comfortable unless my patient is perfect when I finish the job that I'm there to do. And yet it's not just what's going on in the teeth have to be perfect. It's just even the whole relationshiping and all of that of giving of yourself. So I I believe um, that the women, especially because we, like you said, we're very nurturing by nature. Mm -hmm. That's why we make such great dental professionals. Mm -hmm. And yet it's a lot to put on our shoulders. And, and run a business and to run a family. It seems like we've always got the the head honcho hat on, like follow the leader in every aspect of our lives. It gets a little bit daunting. Right. Well, and it's just interesting because, you know, I, I love whole whole health, you know, and that was a big focus in, in my practice was, you know, looking at 
not just teeth, right? Whole health. And so I would talk to my patients about all the things that they could be doing, you know, to promote whole health. And yet I wasn't doing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was, it, it was that typical, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it was not authentic. And yeah. that, I mean, when you're not living from your authentic self, eventually it catches up to you. And I think eventually people realize it, right? They can actually like, yeah, she's not really uh, walking the walk. Right. right. So, so good for you that you, you got to that, to that point and you made that leap, that courageous leap. You seem happy and, and ready to go and share, share what's going on. But I, I, I liked also what you said about the fact that sometimes you really have to set your, your why uh, early on, mm-hmm. and I guess it can change a little bit. But if you if you lose your focus on what it is that you want to accomplish and what success is actually, what does success look like to you? Right. How do you get somebody there? Yeah, I think that that is something that um, there's a great exercise, and I think it's from Dean Graziosi, and it's the seven layers deep, where you just keep asking your why. You know what what's important to you? Why is that important? And then you just keep asking, and you get down seven layers. And it's better if you do it with someone as opposed to just doing it yourself. But you really get to this deep place, and that I think then is your anchor. So it's not necessarily that your why can't change because it can, especially as we go through life, but there's this anchor. Why are you doing what you do? Why do you have the values that you have? You know, And um, when you find that out, when you actually take the time to find that out, I think that that can really then propel you through life, through any challenge, through any success. Um, so, and we don't, we don't do that in dental school or in hygiene school, you know, it's all technical, it's all science. It's all, in fact, unfortunately, if you would have told me this back then, I would have been like, oh, that's woo woo stuff. I don't have time for that. Right. Mm -hmm. But yet if I would have done that back then, my life would be completely different. It would have completely changed. And um, so I'm thankful I've done it now. I'm thankful that I, I figured that out. And I just love to have other people younger figure it out so they can live their authentic self longer. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you look back and, and everything that we've done in the past has brought us to where we are right now. But I remember I was in my forties before I even knew that I could or have a vision. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that it was like something like you was like you were saying it's, it was woo woo, but I was never introduced to it either. Right. So, um, you know, I was like, oh, this could, if you actually write it down, it might actually happen. And, oh, this is way too big. My why is way too big. And yet we all have the gifts to do whatever we want because we have God-given gifts yep. or talents, and we just have to figure out ways to use them mm-hmm. to um, I, I contribute, but also to, to earn a living. I mean, I think like, you know, you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. And if you, you would probably not have burnout like you did and like, just totally like drop everything and have to like, you know, totally switch gears either. If you had maybe a little bit of that going on earlier in your life, but you know, it is what it is. And it's, it's, and you're where exactly where you're supposed to be now. But I, I do love the idea of introducing it sooner than later, because again, you get to, to get through the dental school is arduous. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, you have to be very smart, but you also have to scientific and you really don't have time to think about your why you're just trying to get through the boards and pass them. And then, 
And then what, right? Right. Then you jump into stuff. And there's so many young people that jump into things without knowing their why. So they don't work toward anything. Just one foot in front of the other. They're like in a cage, really. It's like, okay, another day, another dollar, another tooth. Right, right. I always um, uh, likened it to being on the treadmill and not being able to get off. You know, the treadmill's going so fast, you just have to think about moving your feet. And you can't look around because <laughs> you'll trip and fall. And yeah. so that's what I likened it to is you just get into this routine, this this monster that you don't have time or the ability to stop. And so um, and I think that that is something in life that is super valuable to take a moment and step back and look where you are and decide if you're on the right path or if you need to go to the right a little bit or to the left a little bit. Right. Right. Because a lot of times it's just, it's just a one degree shift. It's not like it's this big, you know, change unless you put yourself in that cage for so long that you finally have to like, you know, bust out of it. Right. And that's where you probably need a, you know, a coach. It's so valuable. I mean, you bring so much of your childhood with you and, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, you bring all of that. And so um, what we find with the young docs that are graduating, of course, dental entrepreneur is, is for the young doctors that are graduating, they think that that maybe it's um, the car, the big fancy office, the this, the that, the, the, and they get themselves in such a box that um, we were on this call this morning and um, somebody was talking about somebody that, you know, they, they their earnings were like profiting $56,000 a month and they were taking loans out because they still couldn't pay their bills. And it's, it's that's insane. And if you ask them when they were younger, What's important to you? Probably not all the stuff that all the stuff, mm-hmm. right? That they that using that money to 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 pay for. I mean, it just mm-hmm. keep it keep it simple. I mean, we do need people to do big things. I mean, it's mm-hmm. only if it aligns with your authenticism, authentic self, right? Right, right. And and the only way you're going to be good at it, right? And I just think that it's there's nothing wrong with wanting those things or getting those things or. Mm-hmm. Um, having those things, if that is what you truly want, and if you are not destroying yourself in the process, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if if you've got a huge practice or multiple practices and things are going awesome and you're fulfilled and you're living your dream and you're healthy, then awesome. Yeah, right? great. You know, that isn't for me but that's okay. That's, yeah. for you, you know, but if you authentically just really wanted a small practice and it grows to something that is beyond where you authentically want to operate from, that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. And those usually come from, I, sh- you should do this and you should do that. Right. It is exactly. not like, you know, and then we get caught up in all that. It's, mm-hmm. um, and then and the key is not getting caught up in it so you can't get out of it or, or pivot easily. Yes. Because you want to be able to, that's a new word, I guess. Everyone's told me that. But I, I now I've got that word. I love it. It is um, a great word. Yeah, it is a great word. Mm-hmm. Um, but just a pivot to, my, to me is just a little shift. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a total face. face 360. Yeah, 360. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and that's just so rich. And, you know, if you destroy yourself, you're going to destroy everybody around you. Right. And that's when you feel like you're in the danger zone, so to right. speak, because, you know, your kids, your your family, your parents, everybody, you know, they're worried about you. You know, it's hard to have a good relationship and eat this the vibe that you give off 
they say if you don't love, you have to love yourself first, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that we hear that so much and it's really true. It's so true. Yeah. And that I think that having that why and really going deep and linking that to the service of others. I mean, that was something that I just talked about, about goals. When you have a goal, if you link it to the service of others, you are more likely to accomplish that goal. And so the same thing goes with your why. If you, you know, if you link that to service of others, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't serve others. Mm, that's- you know, you just can't. And then they suffer. And then and that's not what you want, right? So knowing that and then really coming back to that with every decision will help you make decisions better. Mm-hmm. You know? And I do love that service to others because I think that's why it especially linked to dentistry, right? Because it, we're all about service to others. I mean, it's patients first and you have to have that in your heart. And then you have this, like, you can look back on your career and how fulfilling was it? I mean, it is always going to go back to how the people that you served and, you know, it's not all the money that you made or, or all the, you know, systems you put into place or all the, you know, the cool things you had. It's really about where's your mark? You know, they were talking about, um, writing your obituary early, sooner than later, and what yep. you want people to say about you yeah. um, when yeah. you're not here. And yep. that, that kind of smacks you in the face too. It's like, yeah, what do I want them to say? And and then with a coach, I guess you just, you dream it big and then you show them a way they can achieve it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the beauty I think of a coach is a coach doesn't tell you what to do. Hmm. A coach helps you discover what you want to do and helps you figure out how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's the beauty of it, you know, and also bring you back to your why. It's always coming back to your why and what it is. And it's also what is it that you're meant to do? Right. What you've been given. Right. Right. And sometimes they see things about you that you didn't know exist. You know, they see your strengths or they see what your gifts are and can highlight that for you. Give, give you the epiphanies every once in a while. I mean, it, you know, as, as old as you get, you know, you said, oh, my gosh, it's like I never thought about that. I love it when people can see something in you that you don't see in yourself and help you bring it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would tell my coach that. She, she would ask such great questions. And then I would say something and I'm like, that was in there all along. And she's like, "Mm -hmm, Mm. it was, you know, and she just helped me bring it out. Yeah. That's, 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 I, that is a sign of a good coach. It's like when I think of sports and, and, you know, you have raw talent and how do you maximize that talent? And a lot of it has to do with the mindset of the player. You know, you, you give it, like I think of basketball because our kids are in basketball and it's like you can have the, the best athletic ability, but if you don't have the mindset of, of wanting it and wanting more and wanting to work hard at it, people think that they just, just went out there and did these great things, but they worked on it. Oh, for sure. And they had a coach. And, and it, every great athlete basically had a coach since they were in this day and age, four years old, right? right? trying to bring it out in them, bring it out in them. And however that could be, you know, yeah, that's really interesting. And I guess, you know, life is bigger than one sport. So I feel like coaching is, is, um, is, is really valuable. And um, how can we find you? How can people find you? Cause you've got a group going and it's growing. And I love that. We talked about that. We love to grow organically. So how can yeah. our dues 
find you? Awesome. Well, thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Um, so I started a women's uh, dental Facebook group. It's called Reclaim Your Balance on Facebook. And so you can um, find us there. Uh, that is all about balance. So I bring in as much as I can um, with balance into that and all of it, mind, body, spirit. We even talk food. <laughs> oh, well, it's all part of it, right? I, yeah, right. So it's a it's a fun place there. And then I have a, a landing page, a website, lauraschwint.net. And there's a little bit more about the, the coaching there and the symptoms of burnout there. Um, so it, it, those are the two main places that you can find me. Oh, I love it. Well, we will be looking for you. I, I'm going to pop into that group myself. I guess it is just for dentists though. Is that correct? So I should say, can I get in there every once you in a while? You can get in there. It's, it's the main focus is speaking to dentists, but we take all women in the dental industry and love them because, um, you know, you can't have a dental office with just a dentist. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, I, we are dues. We, our whole thing is all career paths in dentistry, whether you're, everyone's important. And there's really, about, for us, do is about women. And um, mm-hmm. so I think if someone's listening to this today and their female uh, boss is a little wackadoodle and, um, and you love her and you want to help her, it's a good place to recommend um, mm-hmm. to jump in that group. Because again, it's, there's some things that you have to experience to understand. We're to get, we're, we're so alike, more alike than we are different, but there are some things that are on the shoulders of a female dentist that aren't on the shoulders of a female um, office manager, hygienist, assistant, sterilization, you name it. Um, so I do think that you ha- sometimes it, that's camaraderie so valuable. And, yeah. and precious. So thank you, Laura. I'm so glad we could jump on. I'm looking forward to get on, on a, a live with you uh, coming up in the future. I'm so glad yeah. we know each other and just keep, keep, you know, doing you, you're making a difference. And I just thank you today for joining us. So awesome. thank cheers. you so much for having me and thank you for everything that you do in the dental world. I, I, I look up to you for sure. Oh, this was sweet. Well, thank you. Thank you. I say you all that together we rise together. We're going to make this difference because we're so much stronger together. So stay safe, stay sane. And the most important thing is to keep doing you. All right, everybody, you guys have a great day. Share your do share your love. Thank you for listening to the just do it podcast hosted by Ann Duffy to learn more about dental entrepreneur women to share your story or to join the movement, please visit our website, do.life. That is D-E-W dot life. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app to make sure you don't miss an episode. And in the meantime, keep doing you.